Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandi Lesishi. Once again, joined by the one and only George Mini. How was your weekend, George? Oh, no, good. Uh, very good. Um, and, um, you know, you're back with uh, South Africa's number one motoring podcast. Yeah. Been going for how many years now? What, the podcast or? Yes, the podcast. Um, yeah, it's before my time, so. I think it's a good seven, five, seven years. Yeah, six, I think years? six or seven years. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. You're yeah. right. I mean, we're sitting in 2022, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, we. I think we started six or seven years ago. It's what? evolved quite a lot. It is. Um, and now we're in a position where we even have visuals, which is amazing. You, How times like for changed. everybody for everybody else's benefit. Before we started the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray, going? This is going? This is like, you know, because uh, we all know Leclerc won the Formula One Grand Prix, right? He did, he did. Um, which he did. I'm so stoked about. I mean, is, we yeah. didn't see that coming. But, yeah. uh, I mean, a very, very good, uh, very good kind of duel between him and Verstappen during the last parts of the race. But, yeah. but the point is, we were having such a laugh yeah. uh, because Reino decided to edit 1D's face. <laughs> Oh, and he's editing in the back. You know, he just doesn't want to let this go. So, <laughs> because you know, for everybody else's benefit, uh, um, Wendy is a avid Mercedes Benz Lewis Hamilton fan. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest. Um, so that was such a funny visual. And yeah. um, what an exciting race! I mean, it's great to see that Formula One is once again in a position where fans can can really fall in love again. So yeah. I loved it. I love seeing the battle between uh, Charles and and Max. Um, and I lost my voice screaming for Hamilton when he came third. So I, I think, like, I think he was, you know, um, he was destined to not get onto that podium from, from the, from the get go. Yeah. Um, from two weeks ago. From two weeks ago. Yeah. I think uh, their car is just not, there, not up yeah. there. I mean, him and uh, Hamilton and, um, and George, yeah. and George Russell are, uh, performing very, in a very similar kind of times. Mm. And their car's just not as strong as the Red Bull or the Ferrari. Well, the Red Bull's not strong because it broke at the end. Yeah, I think the Red Bull is, is, I mean, Max was driving, you know, that car to the end, but every single Red Bull except, I think, Yuki Tsunoda and, um, and Alpha Tari was the only Red Bull that actually made it to the end of the race. Mm. So there's some serious issues there with, with the with power the units, yeah. Oh. So, uh, so let's see what happens next time, but I'm let's super see, yeah. stoked that Ferrari's up there. Ferrari's really kind of like, it's come, you the, know, yeah. it's come from the, from literally from behind. And the way they did it was just, you could tell, um, you can see how happy the team was. You can see how much they put you know, all their in. efforts into yeah. their, yeah. Uh, they never gave up. And that's kind of the spirit of F1. You, you should never, ever give up because it can yeah. change. Yeah, it can change. Quickly. Exactly. Very quickly. The new cars look, look, look nice. Stunning. Eh? Yeah. I love them. I love them. I think the Ferrari is the best looking personally. Um, but I mean, across the board, it's just. You think it's the colors? I mean, they all look similar. Um, I think it's that red. The red the looks red. a bit deeper. Yeah. I don't know if it's me. I think it's more matte. It's, yeah, it's got, it's could got be, this could like be that. matte, matte tinge to it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the cars look lovely. They, they look a lot sleeker. They don't look yeah. like antiquated 1980s Formula One cars. They exactly. now look like, they look like futuristic, futuristic kind of, Formula One cars. Yeah. yeah. They look very nice. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Formula One. What are we here to talk about? Today we're talking about car recycling. So I don't know if you know this, but car recycling is actually one of the biggest and fastest growing industries in automotive. Didn't know that it was the fastest growing, but let's just uh, kind of get a definition out of the way. And that is recycling or refurbishing? Recycling. So we're going to be talking about the entire package. So, okay. you know, if you want to go into refurbishing, let's get into that a little bit as well, because I think there's different 
Um, okay. Because, you know, let's, let's, let's just define recycling versus refurbishing, right? Because for me, recycling is you actually take the various components out of whatever you're recycling yeah. and you uh, use those in other things. It's different things, yeah. Exactly. Uh, like, for instance, you would take the copper out of a starter motor and use that copper in it's another application. Completely. Yeah. Yes, completely. That, for me, is recycling. Yeah. Refurbishing is turning an old unit back into a… It's kind of reusing and making it… Making good again. It, making it good again, yes. Yeah. So, so which one are we talking about here? Both. We, we'll be talking about a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but specifically for all intents purposes, we'll just summarize it as just car recycling. Okay. So we're just going to go into a little bit of how much of a car is recycled. I think a lot of people don't know how much you know cars are actually recycled. Wow. It's, I mean, I, like now that I think about it, you know, uh, it, it's not something I focused on, but car yeah. recycling is it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's, it's potentially huge. I mean, how many mm. components? Uh, products, uh, elements, things are inside a car that yeah. can be reused. I mean. Well, that's the thing. So in America, let's use America as kind of the basis because I think they have a lot of data for one. But they reported that about 95% of all the vehicles that get scrapped essentially become recycled. Wow. Um, but, you know, in America as well, they have scrap yards and there's so many different, you know, um, I guess players in, in, in the recycling uh, process. Whereas in South Africa, I don't think we, we, we get to those numbers. Um, I think there's still a lot of, of work that we need to do in order to get to a point where we're also recycling and seeing these, these massive numbers, um, uh, growing. Well, I mean, do we, re- do we recycle in South Africa? I'm pretty sure we do. Um, Cars, I know that is, not that, other stuff. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there, there's a large sector that's dedicated into. We, we, I know we recycle plastic. Maybe recycle is not yeah. I think it's it's kind of there's a difference between recycling mm. and um, kind of storing something that's not used anymore responsibly. Does that make sense? Because I think when it comes to recycling, you, like you're saying, you have to actually go and take out all the components and reuse it. Yeah. Well, um, re- reuse it in another application. You know, exactly. Like, you know. But in South Africa, I don't think we're there um, yet. I know a lot of the automakers. You know, do what they can to kind of get rid of of all the junk, but it's not ninety five percent. So where's the stuff piling up? Maybe some, maybe it's going out of the country. Maybe maybe the uh, recyclable elements mm. in South Africa are going out of the country. It'd be interesting to dig into what happens to our um, our, to our, kind our of, vehicles. Yeah, when they reach the end of their life. I know a lot of uh, places in the world they just give Africa. They kind of they used. Yeah, vehicles. but that's used refurbished stuff, I'm assuming. But even destroyed vehicles still come here and then they become recycled here, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't think we should consider that as, as part of like recycling, in okay. my opinion. Okay. But we're probably getting sidetracked. Yeah, for sure. So essentially, um, you know, the components that get recycled on a vehicle's tires, windshield, batteries, so the steel, wheels, radiators, basically everything that's not necessarily plastic. I think plastics is, that's the biggest challenge, um, in the recycling process because, you know, it's kind of hard to reuse plastic, especially when it's, you know, there's so many different types of plastics and there's different ways of dismantling them. Um, but pretty much everything else in a vehicle can be recycled and, you know, a lot of the automakers are focusing on that now because it, it saves a lot of money. Um, uh, I saw a number somewhere saying that by recycling, for instance, you saving, you're using about six, uh, six times less energy in reusing that part instead of, um, you know, remaking it. 
Well, I mean, I suppose uh, a lot of the elements that um, would have to be turned from a raw material into that mm. particular thing is already in existence. So you don't have to kind of have that first stage of turning a raw material into, um, you know, the, into the whatever, it, you know, like for instance, copper. Uh, you know, we pull copper out the ground. Exactly. Got to take off all the sand and stone and other metals that are there yeah. in order to refine the copper into a usable state. Now, you imagine yeah. taking copper out of a, a starter motor, for instance, or a, or even an, an electric motor um, in today's EVs. Yeah, you know th- that copper is pure. With the EV, I don't know if you know this, but do you know how much of an EV is recyclable? Um, because I, I mean, I would assume that a lot of of the vehicles pretty much the same. It's just the one component that's you know well i mean if you think about if you think about an ev versus an ice vehicle ev um 200 moving parts ice vehicle north of 2000 moving parts right so so just in that itself mm. an ev would be would have less oils and gases mm. um you know a lot less oils and gases so so i think an ice vehicle from a <clears throat> a, a liquid um, you know, oils and gases recycling point of view, an yeah. ice vehicle is going to give a lot more. EV is going to give a lot less. But then, uh, then again, you're going to have a lot more um, coppers and wires and metals mm. inside the EV that versus uh, versus, like uh, versus an ice vehicle. vehicle. Yeah, and then and then let's not talk about the lithium ion. I mean, that's the big challenge with with EVs is that components. Yes, um, that's the one that is freaking everyone out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you know you can recycle it, but it's it's dangerous. So I've heard. So I've heard that you know it's not the same thing as just taking out the battery and throwing it in a machine that kind of squishes it, and you know. No, you've got to be careful because mm. you know this thing is highly combustible. Do you recycle in your personal capacity? Just out of curiosity. Do I have a recycling plant in my backyard? No. Um, I mean, <laughs> specifically, like I don't know, you know, like uh, do you have a recycling bin, for instance? Is that your phone? It is. <laughs> is it Charles Leclerc calling? <laughs> it's 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 definitely not Charles Leclerc. Ah, <laughs> oh, I think it's Hamilton calling because he he's upset with your image. <laughs> uh, so, do you know how recycling is done? It's actually a, a quite interesting um, a process that I you know kind of. Do I recycle? Well, I mean, I don't think anybody recycles, really. I recycle. Um, do I put things in bins to recycle? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, okay. where I can. But, but that doesn't make me a recycler. A recycler, doesn't yeah. Me, doesn't, make, doesn't, answer, doesn't, doesn't make the answer to that question, yes. That's true. I mean, I just have a recycling bin, but what happens afterwards is… Is out of your control and out of your visual. Uh, visual. So, yeah. so, you know, is that stuff being… Have you gone to visit the plant? I haven't. I exactly. haven't. I haven't. So you know, you 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 you're making yourself feel good. I am making my you well. You, you kind of ruined all of that. Now. No, I, don't. <laughs> I thought I was recycling. Now, I'm no, but sure. you probably are, and you're doing a good thing. Don't stop doing it. But mm. but what I'm saying is 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 it doesn't make you a recycler. It just makes mm. you kind of like try to do your bit for the environment, which is a good thing. Yeah. Well, look, it's 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 one of the fastest growing industries, specifically in in cars. Um, like I said earlier, it's currently projected to be worth around seven trillion. Uh, Rand, lithium ion or cars? Cars, cars. car recycling. Um, well, specifically, this is the EV recycling side of things. Oh. It's seven trillion. So, you know, with the world moving into this place of of EVs, it 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 begs the question of you know what opportunities exist now because we know that this is happening. We know the challenges that exist. You know, how can we kind of use that to our advantages as a country and as as an industry? Is my big question. Well, I mean, I think I think we fa- like 
recycling of traditional ice vehicles. You know? Yeah. The world knows how to do that, and we do it well, you know, according to everything that we've uh, we've researched. But yeah. the, ta- the challenge is going to become the lithium-ion batteries. What is the challenge with the lithium? You know, do, do you know the vol- exactly the volatility of uh, the of the of the of the product itself? Because you know, you're going to be able to extract its various components, and I think that is quite an intensive process, and mm. might be bad for the environment mm. as much as actually making the battery in the first place. Mm. Um, you know, so so recycling that lithium-ion battery. What do what do we need to use in order to recycle? Are we are we just kind of oh, do we have to use a coal power station, for instance, to kind to of recycle yeah. something that's creating clean energy? Mm. Um, and how how efficient is that? Um, I think that's the the, the the big debate is how how much efficiency we're really getting out of these lithium-ion batteries, given the the the, the recycling after the fact. For context, about 5% of a lithium-ion battery can be recycled. Um, that's a scary number, and it's something that we definitely have to address before there's hundreds and thousands of these vehicles and we just have all these components that we can't... I think the train is, the, the train is bolted. For what? For we, we, you won't, I don't think we'll stop that. We won't stop the production of, uh, of, sure. of lithium-ion batteries. So, um, so we've got to figure out the recycling problem. Yeah. Um, you know, the... Like EVs are mandated by Europe. Yeah, um, it's growing hand over foot in America. China, the China, it is already grown hand over foot, and they're all using lithium ion, unless we come up with a different technology. Do you think that lithium ion is going to be the the be all and end all of uh, EVs as a whole? Well, I mean, there's this new technology called solid state. Um, yeah. That uh, is you know because lithium ion is is liquid. It's a liquid state battery. It's got okay. it's got liquid between the layers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and solid state really is is really just replacing that liquid with a solid. Okay. Um, it charges quicker, um, but it also degrades quicker. So that's the problem with solid state at the moment. Yeah. Um, whereas lithium ion doesn't doesn't degrade as quickly. So uh, so it's anybody's guess. As uh, to yeah. What kind of happens next? What happens next? But at the moment, lithium ion is where it's at. There are a lot of car companies and automakers who do take this extremely seriously. Um, I know, for instance, with BMW, um, I think they were one of the first to commit really to ensuring that almost the entire uh, process or the vehicles that they're currently building are from recycled parts. Um, so I know, you know, with EVs coming along, how is that going to impact that sort of that goal um, of being able to kind of reuse um, and recycle? Well, I mean, if, if only 5% of the lithium-ion battery can be recycled, that brings your percentage of recycling the entire car down dramatically because the battery is you know, the, one of the biggest components. Mm. But you're still going to be able to recycle the rest of the car. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to be able to extract the metals and the, um, and the, um, the elements out of, uh, out of whatever's in the car. Yeah. So there's four basic steps in the recycling process. So the first one is basically you take your car to a recycling um, place. They basically detail it, do an inspection, and they say that about 90% of, of, of cars can be dismantled and, and, and reused. Um, who knows how much that is in South Africa? I, I don't believe well, that. Well, that's the difference between the refurbishment and the recycling, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if, if you can, dis- and that's what scrapyards are for. Yeah. Scrapyards yeah. effectively then sell 
the scrap or uh, they dismantle and they sell the usable parts to and ever, yeah. to ever maybe they refurbish it and then it goes on to the consumer and uh, you know and gets uh, reintroduced into the into the system and then and then the balance then will go off to re- get recycled yeah second step is draining fluids and dismantling and i think this is where the ev se- or the the ev problem comes in is because of that liquid states and all those chemicals this is where the challenge is, is kind of being fought now by you know the industry and why it's you know kind of the big challenge um, next is just selling all the parts and then crushing what whatever's not needed uh, to turn into the next sort of thing. Um, so, so I believe that crushing uh, and shredding a car, uh, the car comes down to the size of a microwave. Apparently, yeah. Um, so, yeah, roughly the size of a microwave oven from that big giant car to. I suppose there's a lot of space and, and air between uh, you know everything. If you really compact anything, you can get it down to a very to small, anything, yeah. you know, it's really? a very small spot. But yeah, so I mean, it's it's a really simple process, um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity for people to kind of see how they can take advantage of that, um, because it's a fast-growing industry which needs to be kind of. Extracted. I mean, everyone's touting the everyone's touting the problem that we're trying to solve as being the CO2 emissions, okay. And it's a real problem. I'm uh, uh, not taking anything away from that for a second, and yeah. and we do need to solve the CO2 the CO2 problem. Um, but the CO2 problem parked one side for a second um, isn't EV isn't the EV transition also about a simpler, better technology? Well, that's I think there's two sides of this. There's the industry side and there's a the consumer side. I think consumers that's the main focus, but I don't think we can ignore the fact that even with producing EVs, the C two emissions are still very much there. If not, well, there so. with the recycling of the of the lithium ion, you know, you you are we are we producing more harmful kind of things to the environment? I suppose that's the question. But but that aside, if if recycling a lithium ion or lithium ion in batteries in EVs in the future, right? Yeah, um, is equal to slightly better. Okay. Then CO2 emissions out of ICE vehicles today. Okay. We've won. We have won. Because the technology is better as well. Is better and simpler. And yeah. the cars potentially last longer. Yeah. So, so therefore, you know, so, so, you know, yes, we want to, we want to reduce CO2 emissions, but anything below what we currently do is a win. For sure. Like, For sure. You know, it doesn't have to be binary. You don't have to go from like, Everything to nothing. To zero, yeah. Uh, we just have to incrementally get better. Plus, we then get better cars, simpler cars, quieter cars. In a scenario where we don't get to that point where we can actually recycle um, batteries, I think it's going to be worse. Then why? Well, it's harder. It's harder to to kind of you know recycle an EV car. And if we can't, if we're struggling now, if we can only get five percent to recyclable states. And we get to a point where most cars are EVs, then I think that scales in a tip in the in favor of of the ICE vehicles again. Well, I'm hoping that battery technology kind of turns that on its head. Only hoping. Yeah. Only hoping. You know, so moving to solid state, um, different battery technology. Maybe, maybe something's going to happen, like did with Moore's Law, where the technology doubles every it's single year. year. Yeah. Uh, mm. And uh, and we and we get to a place where um, where this isn't a problem. For sure. Um, so let's talk about some of the car companies that are actually focused on this. I'm going to focus on just three. 
uh, right now. So I already spoke about BMW. They actually have a vehicle recently which was it looked like the, the, the an i3 I think it was the, the high vision or something like that mm-hmm. which was almost 100% built out of recycled um material. But didn't they do that with most of the i3? Um I'm not sure about the i3 but this specific one was So I know the dash and the and the and the and the material on the seats of the i3 was um was all mostly ma- recycled yeah. mostly recycled materials. Yeah. Um so they they kind of they have a big push towards this, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Mercedes-Benz the same. They also um, essentially they focus now on plastics, so how to really recycle all the plastics in 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 their vehicles um, because the metal is kind of easy. And then Audi is doing extensive research with regards to a similar uh, challenge of getting the plastics to a point where they can start recycling those. I mean, for any company, this will save them a lot. Um, it's kind of a small thing that you think of that most people don't think of when they buy a car. But, you know, a lot of your car could potentially be almost fully recycled. Well, I mean, I guess unless, uh, unless you change the state of something um, or, you, or you put it together in a way that's very difficult to dismantle, everything should be recyclable. Mm. I mean, plastic is an example of, uh, um, of something that we created uh, mm. that is, that is, that is like, just taken over the world. Um, that is hard to deal with. I'm going to wait to see this. I'm going to follow this quite closely because I want to know if the EVs would would kind of cause a problem or a solution to the recycling. It's only the lithium ion, but that's a big part. It's like the, no, the it's entire a, part, it's a <laughs> massive part of the car. Uh, yeah. You know, it's probably uh, probably the biggest part of the car. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean something that I I, um, I think is 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 not a well known observation. And that is when a lithium-ion battery gets to 80% of its usable state, it's actually considered the end of its life. Yeah. Um, when it gets to 80%. But that takes what, like 10 years? Yeah, it takes, uh, it takes a good 8 to 10 years to get there. Yeah. Um, but then you've, got to, then you've got to replace the battery or replace the car. Yeah. So, you know, uh, at some point we're going to have to see EV batteries that uh, get replaced in cars. Yeah, because the car is going to outlast the battery effectively, for sure. Um, if it's a you know if it's a really well maintained car, and then uh, and then I think, I think I think the other thing is besides switching out the battery, um, you know we're gonna we 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 could potentially see EVs that uh, um, have different battery technology where the battery will outlast the car because at the yeah. moment I think the car is going to outlast the battery. In a scenario where you have uh, a hybrid vehicle, do you think it's even more tough? Do you think you still have the same problems? Um, or do you think hybrid vehicles are more recyclable than a, like an EV? At the moment, it's more recyclable because if you think about what a hybrid is, yeah, uh, hybrid is um, uh, an ICE vehicle driven by electric motors. Yeah. That charge a very small battery, so the lithium-ion component is very it's really small. small. It's really small. I don't know. Maybe hybrids are, um, you know, kind of a. It's it's a complicated it's a complicated uh, thing because if you think about what a hybrid is, it's really yeah. just still it's a still petrol really engine a, yeah, with nice two vehicle. thousand moving parts. Yeah. Not really going forward in technology at all. Yeah, yeah that's um, true. We're, I think we would be reducing CO2 emissions in hybrids, so that's a good thing. So hybrid is the middle step, but it's not the ultimate game, I don't think it should be. Okay. Interesting, interesting. That's pretty much 
all the time we have for this uh, episode. Is there anything that you want to kind of leave us with? Go Leclerc. Go Leclerc. I knew we were going there. <laughs> I knew we were going there. Thank you so much, George. <laughs>